views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Welcome back for those of you that have been tuning in, us in. You know, uh, we're actually going to skip the next break, and there's a really good reason why. Um, early on in my journey doing radio, um, there were a handful of people that actually said yes to coming on to this little-known show 10 years ago or so. Uh, and actually, there were a couple of us that started 10 years ago, and actually, uh, one of them is still on this network, in particular, of uh, Conscious Talk, Rob and Brenda. Um, and uh, a, little, a, little, a little station at the time, out of Bellevue, Seattle, uh, Alternative Talk, decided that they were going to sell a bunch of us airtime. <clears throat> and off we went, and we started to buy this airtime so we could take a very different message out into the world. Not angry talk, not talk that is going to make you feel worse when you're done than, than you did before. But talk that is uplifting and inspiring, as we like to say here, talk radio to thrive by. And Transformation Talk Radio was launched four, four years ago. But one of the first folks I got to talk with was Dr. Judith Orloff. And I got to chat with her because she said yes. And, you know, part of the, the journey I've gotten to take with her is to learn an enormous amount about myself, about life, about some things that I had not known about. But, you know, she is someone uh, that brings forth that message of intuition, you know, that works with a force that helps us to be smarter, to live saner lives. You know, she's someone that is able to tap in to healing in a whole new way. A board-certified psychiatrist and assistant professor of psychiatry at UCLA, you know, she is someone that brings courage to a whole new conversation. Whether, whether it's, a, you know, one of our other bestsellers we're talking about, emotional freedom, or, or any of the other ways you've been able to connect with her and get some insight in what negative uh, forces are all about, you have been lifted up. If you've read anything that she has ever written, if you've ever seen any of her talks, your life has probably changed. Her newest book, I think, is really the turning point. You know, there are many, many books that come out, and I read thousands of them. I actually, we're, we're pushing 7,000 right now in my, my almost 11-year stint doing this. But this book, Ecstasy of Surrender, 12 Surprising Ways Letting Go Can Empower Your Life, is brilliant. It's brilliant. Before she came on, uh, before I, I, I chatted with her, I asked uh, how long it took her to, to write the show. And perhaps we'll hear about this journey. Um, Dr. Orloff, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here, Judith. And great your, yeah, what a great book. Oh, well, thank you. I'm so happy you're enjoying it. Uh, you know, transformative is kind of putting it mildly for how I see this book. I want to ask you, you know, Generally, when, when a book like this comes across my desk, there's usually a story behind it, usually something that has happened in someone's life. I know that the book uh, series that I'm writing is all about the stuff. What was it 
what challenge, what obstacle, what event, what anything showed up for you to really move you in writing a book like The Ecstasy of Surrender? Well, I, when I decide to write a book, I really want to write about what I long to learn about the most and deepen in myself. And so I decided very deep in my heart that I wanted to spend these four years of writing on surrender because I wanted to let go more deeply in my own life. But as I was writing this book on surrender, of course, you're asked to surrender a lot, and I really didn't know what I was getting, you know, it was ahead for me. And while writing the book, I've had to surrender the house where I wrote all my other books because of unrelenting noise and construction, and I had to let that go, and then I let go of all my possessions because, uh, interestingly, I didn't feel I needed them anymore as part of the move, and then I kind of led a nomadic lifestyle until I finally landed in another house now. So I've, I've had to deal with all that flexibility of moving over and over and over. I moved 10 times last year. I let go of a relationship. I let go of a, a therapist who wasn't working anymore for me. And I let go of, you know, my desire uh, to please other people, to, you know, be care about what other people think about me and let go of other people's opinions and a lot of my erotic inhibitions. So just that's the quick answer to what's happened to me as I've been yeah. writing yeah. this book and closer to God, ever closer to God. Well, let's talk about that in terms of the ecstasy of surrender, uh, 12 surprising ways of letting go. You know, letting go, we've heard it over and over again in our culture. Uh, I think we've heard it more now in the past five years, five, six years, I think, than, than we've heard in decades. But the idea of letting go um, is still elusive for some people. You know, it's it, the connection between how does letting go look, feel, sound, smell, and then again, how is it going to empower my life? Seems to be still, you know, one of the greatest challenges for people. I would love for you to talk a bit about that bridge that gets built between the past, the present, and the future when we let go. Yeah, so I, I want to say it's not so much a letting go as it is an opening to grace. Mm. It's an opening up as opposed to a letting go in a lot of ways. And, and what I've found is that people don't get what grace is. They don't, they don't meditate on it. They don't spend a lot of time on what grace is and how important it is to open it up and how the ego stops grace from coming in. And so this book is a meditation on grace. You know, in all areas, I've divided the book into many topics, success, money, power, communication, soulmates, aging, illness, death, and how grace can enter your life in all of that by letting go of the ego and opening up to a force larger than yourself. And this is like the the overall, but in terms of quickly, if you want to surrender, how can you surrender? Just breathe. Just take Mm -hmm. a really deep breath right now and feel your body relax instead of having it be tense. Or when you drink a a glass of water, savor every drop. Surrendering means being in the moment, in the now. The now is it. There is nothing else. And to feel that, and that's where the ecstasy comes in, when you can slow things down enough to be in the moment and just savor the the enjoyment and the ecstasy is hidden in these moments. People don't know that. Mm-hmm. Hidden in the smallest mm-hmm. of moments. So if you can slow yourself down and attune to them, 
you can begin to feel it. And then the striving ceases. Once you get that, the striving for outer things, it calms down quite a bit. Because, you know, you, everything is in the little moments, you know, more so than in the larger, rarer moments. <laughs> yeah. You know, one of the things that you also talk about, you talk about a number of different things. You talk about the ecstasy of surrender, 12 surprising ways uh, letting go can empower your life. Um, uh, when you wrote this book or as you were writing this book, did you have any surprises? Did, did anything show up for you that you thought, oh, I hadn't thought about this? Or, you know, this particular thing I knew about but didn't really quite know how important it was. Did, did some of these change for you, priority-wise? Every, everything changed for me as a result of writing this book. And in the mm-hmm. afterward, I talk about how generous this book has been to me. It's like an entity, a spirit that has been healing me all along as I've been writing it, and now I've had to surrender the book, and it's out in the world now, and it's been reaping, you know, all the positive things that it started, you know, as I'm traveling around on book tour. But in terms of the chapter that, you know, has a lot of relevance to me is a radiant aging and the surrender that happens with aging that is so very different than what society tells you. You know, aging is so very different, and... So I've discarded everything society has to say about aging, basically, because I I can't find a lot of truth in it. And I started over. And in this chapter, I've talked about spiritual aging, emotional aging, physical aging, and energetic aging, and how to bring them all together in a, a vortex of radiance to create radiance as you age rather than the old, decrepit, over the hill model. Um, of, of aging our Western culture has, which is so detrimental. Is as you develop spiritually and surrender more and more, your radiance increases. The radiance, think of radiance as the Dalai Lama, you know, what he gives off. Mm-hmm. Every, everybody can have that as a result of letting go. And if you look at a non-surrendered person and how they age versus a surrendered person, I mean, there's huge differences. The non-surrendered person is holding on to resentments, fear, worry. They're hunched over. They have bitterness etched on their faces, and they have all kinds of physical symptoms because they have so much stress in their body. Whereas a more surrendered person is radiant. Their posture is open. They have light in their eyes. They're able to feel the, the nurturing of the moment. It's very, very different way to age. So, you know, I go through all the physical tips to aging, you know, including, you know, you know things like looking at glycolation or inflammation yeah. and all of that, you know, which, which I give uh, remedies for. But, but beyond that, you know, spiritual aging, how, how to age radiantly, how to deal with the subtle energy of the body to increase the light and vitality as you age through surrender. It's really a lot of interesting stuff, and I'm living it yeah. every moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's just really yeah. beautiful to me. Actually, the book is really beautiful. I mean, you know, I said this earlier when I did the brief introduction, and it was brief, of, of, of just basically what I've got to know about you. Um, it is a beautiful book, everything from the cover to what's inside of it. Um, and, and, you know, part of this, for those of you listening, and actually, let's give a copy of the book away right now. We're actually going to skip break for those of you that are used to us taking a break at 45. We're going to skip it. Um, but we'd love to give our first caller a copy of this incredible book. 
the ecstasy of surrender by Dr. Judith Orloff, my very special guest today. 1-800-930-2819. And we're going to be doing more of this on Facebook for those of you out there that are not able to call in. 1-800-930-2819. First caller. Um, you know, one of the things that um, I was really struck by as uh, as I, uh, you know, started to read the book was how many nuggets are in here. You know, how many nuggets that if I, I step back, uh, Dr. Orla, if I step back for a minute and I said, you know what, if I just pick three, if I just pick three things at one at a time, let's try them on. So let's you and I pick three things. So I'll tell you what my first was. My first was let go of difficult or toxic people who deplete our energy. I heard something at a meeting the other day and you know, I, I, I heard this, I've been going, I've been with this group of people for a long time, but a gentleman said something at the end of the meeting. He said, don't make someone a priority who makes you an option. Right. And have you, have you ever heard that before? That was, no, I was I like, like it. oh my gosh. I had to think about that for like three hours. And then I thought, well, what does that mean? You know, is it a difficult person? Is it a toxic person? But you talk about this and what it does to our energy. I'd love, I'd love for you to chat about that for a minute, and then I'd like to hear one of yours. Yes, well, you know, there's a section in the book that's very applicable. If this is your pattern, it's surrendering your attachment to unavailable people. Um, <laughs> Yeah, because so many, so many of my patients and so many people I know fall in love or get into relationships with people who are half there. You see, and 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 they're looking for soulmates, or they're looking for anamkara, the soul friends. So there's a chapter on soulmates, soul friends, and animal companions as a vehicle for surrendering to love. You see, but if you have this pattern, as I did, I had a pattern of being attracted to unavailable people that I had worked with a lot. That's why I have a great interest in it in the book and what, what works and how to heal it. Um, it's something that keeps you from love. And anybody who is giving you crumbs and shows up halfway and you're running after them or trying to figure out why they're not contacting you when there was such a great connection, that's an unavailable person. And how to let go of that. And just one tip is that usually people get involved with unavailable men or women, because their parents were unavailable, and so they want to pick somebody, romantic target, who they could transform. And what the psyche feels is that will heal the initial pattern with the parents. All right? And that's a misconception. That isn't how you heal it. You can't, first, the unavailable person won't be transformed, and two, even if they were, it wouldn't heal the pattern. So just to get that off the table, if that's you, if you're looking for unavailable people and you're mm-hmm. falling in love with all these fantastic people who only have half attention for you, it's really something to look at surrendering in yourself in terms of a psychological pattern. Um, and, you know, the, so many people who come to me wanting soulmates, but yet they don't have them. And these people are, many of them are empaths. And I talk about this in the book also, relationship empaths, people who are sensitive and open and loving, but they're sponges, and they tend to take on the energy of other people and their stress and their symptoms. So how that translates in relationship is they feel engulfed. And so you have to find a totally new way of being in relationship if you're an empath to be able to sustain a soulmate relationship. And that means having alone time and unique living arrangements so that you can have your space. But 
surrendering old ideas that you have to be in relationship like society tells you. You know, I'm totally against that if it doesn't work for you. And to be able to negotiate new ways of being in relationship that work with your sensitivities. So that's part of the surrender, surrendering the old rules of relationship and looking at what intuitively makes sense for you now. I love this. I want to just tell everyone, though, uh, that more about you uh, and about the book by going to drjudithorloff.com. Is that correct? Is that the best place I can send folks? Um, they could go to Amazon um, or drjudithorloff.com, and my uh, workshop yes. schedule is there as well. Well, for those of you out there, I just want to mention something else that's fabulous. If you go to the website right there and scroll down a little bit, there's a brand-new online course that I've seen on here, um, The Secrets to Surrendering... Uh, and um, and I've I've looked at this course as it relates to the book. And for for folks that are looking to get some help with this, right? If you're longing for that life to be easier, more fun, less drama, uh, want to stop pushing, you know, micromanaging so you can relax. If you could live in the zone, this is what this course is is offering, which is great. And folks can sign up for that now, correct? Yeah, it's on my website. It's the Secrets yep. of Surrendering. It's an online course that's a companion to the book. So you can get both yep. the book and, and the course. I think it's great because I'll tell you, I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm one of these folks. I need a little help along the way. I need, a, I need to, to get a little help from somebody along the way to do things. Uh, but I don't think I'm alone with that. I, I think that uh, a little help goes a long way in putting these things together. What, what is something in these last couple of minutes, what are a few things that you'd like to point out in this book? Because this is really a, this book is brilliant. There's so much in it. Well, thank you. Just that, that surrender is not defeat. It's not weakness. It's not laying down the white flag. It's about empowerment. It's about, you know, really knowing the art of when to manifest your dreams and set your intention and then when to let go. It's the yin and the yang of manifestation. And oftentimes, you know, the, the yang, the letting go part is not, not talked about. It's more focused on your intention. But both parts, as a psychiatrist and as a, a woman, I tell you, both parts are necessary in order to get the best results. You have to put out your intentions then let them go, let go of your expectations. And if you can, turn it over to grace or higher power, however you want to define it. So you could co-partner with really a powerful force if you can intuitively get that that exists, you know, which is so important. And so surrender is about surrendering to your true power and removing all the barriers that make you afraid of that, you know, the afraid of speaking out with your intuition, afraid of of living a life that's your own as opposed to your mother's or somebody else's. Now is the time, you know, surrender to the moment. Now is the time to be your full self and manifest everything and, and let go of anything that stands in the way of that. Well, the other thing I found really fun, and I put myself to the test, was when I went to your website, um, for those of you that are on the website, drdrjudithorloff.com, go check it out. Um, you're going to find that there is a little a surrender uh, quiz. How surrendered are you? I bet you didn't think I would look at this, did you? <laughs> you um, know, you've done your research, Dr. Pat. <laughs> uh, do you think this topic's important to me? Oh, uh, I can feel uh, it in your heart, it, yes. Yeah, uh, I had a few issues with this in my lifetime, but I but I love the questions or the you know the what you put together here. Um, 
And and what you really make us think. One of the things that I thought was really interesting uh, is one of the questions on here, which was kind of surprised me. And it said, I can be spontaneous and playful. And you, you asked whether that's mostly untrue or mostly true. So I, I want to talk about this for a little bit because I think it's directly related. I used to think of myself as that. And then when you ask other people about how they see yourself, how they see me, they see me much more intense. Don't we often have that kind of disconnect with the way we see ourselves and the way that we present in the world? Well, sometimes then if you're open enough to getting feedback, that's the beautiful thing about change. I mean, I, I've had to surrender so much, you know, as part of, as part of writing this book and, and surrender my need to be right. That has really been big for me. And then and hear how other people see me so I can tell them, you're right. You know, that's brilliant. I'm wrong. You're right. And so it's like bringing together, you know, the, the identities of, yes, I'm wrong. Do you, do you realize how powerful that is when you can let that go? You know, with yeah. people, try it in a relationship. Just let the other person be right once and see how happy it makes them and shifts the energy. Yeah. Um, you know, part of this is really looking at our lives in a whole new way. I mean, that's what I love about this book. It is. You know, it is. I, I, thought I, did, I thought I was doing a pretty good job on surrendering, and then I read the book. Um, <laughs> Isn't it? So let me let's just kind of wrap this up here by saying this is about being a work in progress, though, isn't it? Not necessarily about doing it perfectly or right. No, it's like a beautiful flower unfolding and getting more and more blossoms and getting softer and more luscious and more open. You know, as life goes on, so that's what you want. You don't want to get become closed, contracted, and rigid. You want to keep opening through surrender, so you could connect with you know all the beautiful forces in life and. It's a life-changing principle, and it's not something you just do once. It's, an, it's like breathing. It's an ongoing process of living it, living it out and feeling the benefits. Wow. What a great conversation, a great book. Uh, I just want to kind of ask you a last question. We have a couple minutes left. Um, what is the personal message that you want to share with folks in this book? What, what would you what would you say to folks that are, are are sitting there thinking, really, I would like to really change my life? How would this book help them? Well, just that you know, surrenders can be when you go through crisis, like if you're a drug addict and you get you hit your bottom with cocaine and you finally are ready to let go of it, you know, or it's re- if you're ready to let go of toxic patterns in relationships. Or if you're ready to let go to the ecstasy and bliss that is ever present in your life, if you can feel it, are you ready to let go to something really positive? Can you hold that? Can you hold having a soulmate? You know, can you really embrace and savor all that's good for you? You know, I hope so. That's what this uh, ecstasy of surrender is about. It's about embracing and savoring and letting go to everything positive and then shedding what's not working for you, so you grow more into that, the bliss. And I mean bliss, even if someone out there hasn't ever experienced it, you can experience bliss through this shedding process and growing lighter and lighter in your being. Wow, I love it. Thank you so much for joining me here today. I just so love what you do. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. 
Wow. Dr. Judith Orloff, everyone. And as I said before, if you go to her, the website, uh, you're going to have lots of information. You're going to be able to get yourself a copy of the book, uh, as well as find out about the online course that I mentioned. And there's plenty of information here, including Dr. Judith's blog, some articles, and, and right down at the bottom, you'll see how surrendered are you quiz. How surrendered are you? But there are other quizzes on here that I love. I love quizzes. Uh, you know, do you listen to your inner voice quiz and much more? Uh, one, of the, one of the topics down here you'll find also is in what we talked about many, many times ago, narcissism and much more. But this is really a way for all of us to live our best lives. Dr. Judith, thank you so much. You're awesome. Oh, you're very welcome. All right, everyone, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, oh, my gosh, we have got a fabulous, fabulous show for you. Uh, John G. Sutton and Countess Dorella. We'll be right back. Is physical or emotional pain controlling your life? Is happiness just beyond your grasp? Tune in to Perspective Reboot with Christy Boris, gifted spiritual and intuitive energy healer, Tuesday, 9 a.m. Pacific and 12 noon Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Christy will be sharing wisdom, healing, and empowerment to help you realize your true potential. During her show, she'll be shining a whole new light on reality and assisting callers at 1-800-930-2819. Listen at TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in each Tuesday at noon Pacific, 3 Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com for The Dr. Julie Show, All Things Connected with Dr. Julie Kroll, featuring weekly segments with David Eisen and the Chakra Sound System. Each week, you will journey through infinite possibilities, expand into social potential, and find beautiful beginnings where endings leave off. Change makers from around the world will explore what's emergent about the environment, relationships, health, and the evolution of consciousness. Visit TheDrJulieShow.com. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. Anxiety can attack or creep up on us at the most inopportune moments, which makes us feel powerless and out of control. However, anxiety is a basic feeling that is created by our mind. Understanding some do's and don'ts about anxiety is a first step to demystify this emotion and regain control. The more we know about a challenge, the more we can find ways to overcome it. I'm Peggy Snow with another Stellar Reflections Minute. Presence, or what we think of as being fully in the moment, is a key element in the process of healing work. As a practitioner facilitating a session, genuine presence takes us out of our heads where we tend to decide what is and maybe what should be for the client and moves us into direct experience where we're available to witness the person in their wholeness. In this receptive realm... Our senses are heightened and expanded, allowing us to perceive what's seeking to unfold and to interact in the moment. There's something profoundly powerful that happens when healing is approached in this simple, pure way. Balance can be restored and healing can take place on multiple levels. If you'd like more information about the services we offer at Stellar Reflections, visit us at StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425 425- Nine 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 eight three six. Psychic World, Wednesday, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern, with John G. Sutton, featuring his special guests, Countess Torella, 
One of Britain's most respected psychic mediums, John is an internationally published author, poet, and professional clairvoyant. His best-selling books include Psychic Pets, featured with John on the Walt Disney Channel, Animal Planet. Currently, John is the feature editor of the monthly Psychic World, which is the UK's journal of spiritualism. He has over 30 years of experience working in the field of paranormal studies. Countess Sterella has an incredible ability to visualize your future in a positive, passionate way. This show offers all listeners the chance to call in and speak directly to John or the amazing Countess Torella. You can ask your personal questions about love, career, money, relationships, or whatever is troubling you in this often difficult life. What dreams may come? Join John G. Sutton and Countess Torella to discover your answer. See www.psychicworld.net. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. Beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com Tune in to Intuit University, compassionate guidance connecting you to your inner wisdom with internationally renowned psychic and medium Sherry Dillard, the second and fourth Thursday each month at 12 p.m. Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Get ready for an hour of practical spirituality and a fun and magic carpet ride into the spirit realm. This hit show is a combination of call-in readings and intuitive mentoring as Sherry supports and empowers you to create your best life in relationships, career, finances, life purpose, and spirituality. For more information, visit SherryDillard.com.